Hey, Casper, how are you today? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, doing very well. Uh, so exciting to talk with you. Um, let's, you know, let's talk about this, this movie you're in, uh, Showdown in Manila, super fun movie. Uh, so I, did I read correctly that this was shot on location in the Philippines? It was, yes, it was. We were over there. We got all the joys of all the smells of a fish market in (laughs) Wow. Um, did, did any, any good food or crazy food you got to eat while on set? There's a lot of good Filipino food. I can't really recall the names, what they, they said, but I think there's a lot of good food over there. And, um, I do know that they've given me these manual, manual Pacquiao, um, uh, like, uh, energy drinks. He's <laughs> like everywhere there, wherever you go. And, uh, uh. That's that's. I love Manila. I love the Philippines. That's great. Uh, did you have a good time, like working on location and uh, like in any of the uh, action moments, or uh, did you come across any like animals or insects that you wouldn't normally no. like on a soundstage? Well, I, I think we should. I, I travel a lot. I go all over the world, and this is my second time in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and I, I loved it. I love being over there. The action. Fun. It was fun to do. I'm with all these people that you know really know what they're doing. I, Marta Cascos is a, a dear friend, and he's one that he'd been training me when he pitched me the script. We've been fighting and doing martial arts together, and I worked with Olivia Gruner. I trained with him. He trained me in martial arts for years, and you know, and then I get to meet Alexander Nevsky, who's like the you know, Mark introduced me to him, and he's like, you've got to meet this guy, and he's just awesome. I've done Mortal Kombat Legacy season two and three with Gary Tagawa. I worked at I had done acting class with Tia Carrera and Mateus Hughes and I got in that huge fight sequence and he's like, Hey, can I toss you over there, Casper? I'm like, Yeah, sure. So he like takes me and throws me into a wall and like, Oh my god, are you okay? And I'm like, Yes. And then Don Thurag and Wilson is the you know, all these guys, hey, sit here, Rata, you're, you're looking at this was just a great cast of, you know, fun people for me to be around. Now do you do a lot of your own stunts? In this film, I did, um, because it's interesting. I think we were trying to work with the people. Like, Alexander brought in a lot of the people, and Mark brought in a lot of the people. And so when, you, when you're when you brought in by your friends, they're trying to you're trying to help them, and they're trying to get their best thing. And so, like, Mateus and I did our, uh, our fight sequence was just us. And um, we, really, we really went for it, and we had a lot of fun together. That's really cool. When, when you do your own stunts, do you ever uh, look or study or research anything from like pro wrestling or WWE on how to take a fall or anything like that? Uh, not from the WWE. I mean, I, I literally trained with Mark Tocascos before, so I've been fighting for years. Garrett Warren was my Taekwondo instructor for years, and, and then for like seven years, and then I boxed with him and fought with him, and then Mark Tocascos was my Muay Thai and mixed martial arts by teacher, and and Olivia Gunner was a jiu-jitsu and, and Muay Thai uh, fighter for me. And so, like, I, I, I got some things from them fighting. But I only do it to look at the movies. Those guys are the real deal. So, uh, you know, but when when you do all that and you do, you know, you, you practice and rehearse fighting with the stuntmen and the great stuntmen that I worked with and, and had it have been so inspirational and, and changed my own in ways in that way, too. But 
on this film, you're, you're doing you're doing mostly it yourself. But they know what they're doing, and they set it up, and they choreograph it. So it's like, like a, but you still get banged up a little bit. That, that, it's all in good fun, I guess, and for the movie, I like it. Uh, always good. And so you've you've gotten behind the camera recently. What inspired you to get uh, behind the camera into the director's chair? That is cool. Um, speaking of working with cool guys, I think you worked with uh, Roger Avery at one point. Uh, unfortunately, the scene didn't make it in the movie, but you played Patrick Bateman in Rules of Attraction, and I love that film, and I love the character. So I was like, could you talk a little bit about playing Patrick Bateman? Yeah, I had two scenes as Patrick Bateman. One, I'm on the phone with my brother um, in an office, and another one... Uh, had a scene where you just see me talking to him again and I'm frustrated and I'm annoyed that he's calling me and then at the end I'm dancing in a leopard uh, G-string with a severed head. <laughs> and I can't believe these haven't made it to like any Blu-rays or anything like that because I think that would just be cool. Roger, Roger Avery has threatened me for years to do that. He goes, they're, they were my favorite scenes. I, uh, that's why I want to put them in the Blu-ray. I'm like, sure they were, Roger. He goes, no, I'm being serious. They were my favorite. I go, really? I'm sure they were, Roger. That's why they made it to the Blu-ray. He goes, no, no, I really want to put it in. And I'm like, of course you do, Roger. I really believe it. But uh, I guess it was too graphic. So interesting. That's... Which, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I'll be known for the. I'll be known for, but only by a few people. Not everybody knows this. So. I'll be known for the person that did the most graphic scene that you can't see. Yeah, no, that's... Even though there's been many more graphic scenes, there's been scenes in movies where I've done that. It's so much more graphic than what I did. <laughs> and more disturbing than what I did. But I guess mine was disturbing enough. <laughs> they wouldn't put it in the movie. That's great. I love that. Um, and you, like you, you've done so many really cool projects over the years. I and mean, you mentioned uh, working with Tim Burton on Sleepy Hollow. You were Tarzan. Uh, you did an awesome I whole. That was the twentieth Tarzan. Yeah, and you actually got to write elephants doing that, right? I'm the only Tarzan to ride an African elephant in the film. That the only one. There's the. They, all the other ones were Indian elephants with the with the put on the fake ears to make them look like African elephants because they're more docile. And I wrote uh, Scott Tracy Griffin wrote a book on Tarzan on film, and I got to do the forward on it. If you get a chance to see it, you'll see some of my. There's some cool things I get to write about in that, but it was so awesome. It's awesome to be the guy that writes the forward on a on a book with you know. There's been 22 Tarzans, so I you know, and then there's been the cartoon Tarzans and the other ones, but. Tarzan the film is, you know, to be number 22 is awesome. Well, you're by far the best one. I mean, excuse me, I'm the 20th Tarzan. Yeah. Not the 22nd. There's been 22 Tarzan. Yeah. The 20th, the 20th Tarzan was 
That's awesome. Um, but you've done so many cool ones like the horror movie, The Pack. But perhaps my favorite role of yours has to be Griffin Stone in Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> Why? Because I burned the house down with the lesbians in it? Yeah. My, your favorite role? It's... I was that character that did that? <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. It's such a great story arc. Can you talk about a little bit how you became involved on Beverly Hills 90210? I auditioned and got the part. Oh. They just saw me as the kind of guy that would do that. I don't understand when people see me in these roles, but I, I'll play them. But, uh, I would never do anything like that. <laughs> it, it was just—it was just a fun story arc, and uh, it's a, it's fun rewatching them, you know, on whatever channel they are on, uh, you know, reruns and seeing it. Great name, I got to tell you, Griffin Stone is one of the best names uh, you could possibly have. Griffin Stone. I mean, it sounds, you know, just you know, very. You know, it sounds like a a bad guy in like a DC world. No, it does. <laughs> It does. Um, but it was on 90210. Interesting. Yeah, no. It, 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 definitely. I walked on that set. It was nice because Jason Priestley and Luke Perry both at separate times walked up to me and go, like, I'm Jason Priestley. Uh, welcome to the set, Casper. And I'm like, I know who you are. <laughs> and then Luke Perry, like, hey, man, that's fun today. But they were just really polite and fun and nice guys. And, you know, it was just cool. That's awesome, and I, I read that you've played an instrument. Do you play trumpet, and do you uh, did, do you still play? Uh, I don't play the trumpet anymore. I mean, I just played it for New Year's Eve. I was just messing around, but I mean, I don't play it anymore. That's, it, it, the thing with the trumpet is you have to keep it up, otherwise you don't have a lip anymore. I mean, I can still read music. I can still play probably a song, maybe two, but then my lip would be shot. So, no, I, I don't still play that's one. That's one instrument that you have to rehearse because your lip will just you'll blow it out. Now, if I was to play a song like I used to play, I'd blow it out in a second. Yeah, I you, wouldn't you, be able to play anything. That would sound like a somebody who doesn't know how to play. Uh, do you have a most like thrilling musical experience when you're doing that? Uh, when I when I played, uh-huh. uh, well, for I. I have several things that I've done. I played Taps and Reveille for Starship Troopers for the boot camp. Um, we had a guy that uh, had a horn, but he got a busted lip, and so we didn't have, we, he couldn't play the horn, so I went and played Taps and Reveille while we did the mini boot camp for Starship Troopers before it started. And then back in the day in college, when I went to New Orleans, I went down and um, somebody said, hey, he can play a horn, and this band that was just going down the street in the all-black band, they, the guy goes, you can play the horn. He goes, what's that you drink? I go, vodka. And he gave it to me. He put his uh, mouthpiece in there and then stuck it and gave me the horn, and I played all the way down the street. I don't remember any of it because that's back when I used to drink. I don't drink anymore, but back then I did. And uh, They didn't have video cameras like we do now. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> I, I don't have that uh, footage, which I regret in one way, and in another way I'm secretly happy. Good, good deal. Um, uh, so you're obviously a huge fan, passionate about film and movies. What are some of your favorite scenes uh, from movies that have always stuck with you? Oh, uh, well, I love Shane. I love the end scene in Shane. I also love, um, uh, I love True Romance. I think it's a great movie. I love The Seven Samurai. I love The Magnificent. Seven. Uh, I love West Side Story. Gino, take me, Gino. Um, I mean, there's so many films that have inspired me. Of all the gin joints, you know, uh, the, the films that you look back and you, you watch these films, and then there's just moments in them that just 
way. I mean, I, I watched Tarzan movies with my dad when I was little. And then I got to be Tarzan. It's just surreal for me. Uh, it's just a surreal moment. I, you want to you wanna do movies. I was on Starship Troopers, and we were, it was the second day filming. And we had this scene where we're in the uh, Whiskey Outpost, and uh, all of a sudden, he's describing what's going to happen as... Uh, he does this crane shot, and he goes up, and he's watching us, showing us what it's going to look like, and he's going to tell us what we're going to see when we're just seeing dirt. And um, I go, Zulu. Because it was a, he was stealing a shot from Zulu. When you go over and start seeing the, the hundreds of thousands of Zulu warriors coming to attack Michael Caine and all the, the you know, all the infantrymen, it's now, it's now um, all these bugs coming to attack these roughnecks. Yeah. And it was the same as that shot. So shots like that, you, I don't know when they necessarily inspire me, but I turn o- I turn over and uh, I I turn over and, and and I'm on the set and then all of a sudden that happens and I see that I see that shot again and I go, Oh wow, that, that obviously affected me. That actually inspired me. So yes, certain scenes do inspire me. I don't always necessarily know when they do, but then when I'll be on a set, I'll go, Oh, that's just like that. And that's cool. That is and cool. You're paying homage to that or something like that. Or I, when I directed some, when I directed, um, my movie, the last bid, I was, I was thinking of, you know, um, the, the, the William Peterson movie, the, um, God, now I'm forgetting the name of it. That's so terrible. The one uh, where he's the original um, uh, he's the original Manhunter. Manhunter, okay. I I tried to do some of the shots from Manhunter in that. Manhunter-esque. But I couldn't really totally do all of that because the producer didn't see it the same way I did. Yeah. So, but you you still try to. You, You do things like that. So I think some films... Uh, they they inspire you. You don't even know where it comes from. Very cool. Very cool. And I have one uh, last question for you. Actually, it's a two-part question. Um, okay. Why are only citizens allowed to vote? And do you know the difference between a civilian and a citizen? I'm still not sure. I'll have to talk to Ratchak about that. <laughs> you get asked that question a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The difference between a citizen is, you know... Uh, Citizen has earned the right. Um, they've earned the right by 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 taking that chance of uh, the ultimate sacrifice. And I do believe in uh, I do believe that uh, that military service does it, it can build um, better character in oneself. And it is one of the regrets I've had in my life is I wish I had served like other men in my in my family, but. Um, I feel like I get to pay uh, respect and homage to them in a way that um, by, by doing in the most honorable way possible. So there you go. Well, th- well, thank you. And thank you for talking to me. Um, and I look forward to your next movie uh, with Jason Muse. I think it's called Madness in the Method. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yes, Jason Muse. That was a lot of fun to do that one. It was a lot of fun uh, to work on the leader battle angel with uh, Rodriguez. It's a lot of fun to work on. Um, I, ju- I just did a movie with Patrick Muldoon um, and, and my fiance, Jennifer Langer, called... Uh, which is like Virginia's Wolf, and then I also am playing Jimmy Doolittle and Doolittle's Heroes. Awesome. Um, Sunset Glory. So 
I have a lot of cool things I'm excited about. Well, I'm looking forward to them all, and thank you again, and I hope you have a great rest of the week.